0: All right, welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Live. And today I am really excited about this episode. I just love the way the spirit works. You guys, I just love the way the spirit works. You know, um, as usual, often is the case, I had something else planned today that I was going to dig into and I was on my run and it was like, boom, it just really hit me I Thought I get to talk about the different bodies that we have as human beings that I get to unpack that a little bit because so many of us are so disembodied disconnected from from our bodies not just our physical bodies but we're going to unpack the different types of bodies that we are as human beings as spirits and really look at you know what does it look like when we're in balance in these different areas or these different bodies what does it look like when we're out of balance and how are we training and renewing ourselves so we can come back to into a place of integration of wholeness, right? Of feeling whole. I mean, at the end of the day, we are whole beings, but we often feel unwhole or like something is missing or a part of us is like So unreasonable, right? Maybe it's your heart. Maybe it's like the clarity of your mind. Maybe it feels like your body, but we're just like, we're so disconnected. And this is what I really see in so many people that are out there hurting, coming to me, you know, coming to work with me, things that I read and just watching, like observing that humans are so disconnected and hurting and longing for for connection, but I believe that it's connection, yes, to God, connection to their spirit, like to feel deeply connected and whole. So I want to, I want to start by this. And I want to start with this, this quote that says, we are embodied spirits and we are in spirited bodies, (laughs) right? People are integrated. We are not just like one part of something right? And what we need healing, or we need wholeness, or we need growth, like we usually need the healing in all the areas, right? More than one part of our being, we need the growth in more than one part of our being, we need the relationship with more than one part of our being. And again, so many of us have been, you know, focused on just one area, one part of our beingness, Mm almost our entire lives, probably, right? Maybe we're unaware. Maybe we haven't been educated. Maybe we've never took an interest. I was on a call last week with a client and we've been working together for months and we were just reviewing and, you know, where she was at. And she said to me, Christine, I do not even recognize, recognize the woman I was before. And she was giggling and kind of laughing. And like, I never, used to ask myself these questions that you've been having me ask myself like so many light bulbs went on and so many connections started to happen as she got connected to the different parts of her body and really renewed her mind renewed her spirit like came out a new woman like a new identity in four months right and she's just dedicated to work and doing beautifully and I just honor her but this is so important you know Um, that we do have this awareness. And once we know, once our eyes are open, now we're just claiming ignorance, right? So now we're opting in to pretending like we don't know. And that's where I believe like really the suffering is, is when we stick our head in the sand and we avoid the things that we know um, we have had our eyes open to, but we refuse now to take action. We refuse to do something about it. So I want to jump right in Um, the four bodies of the human of the integrated human that I'm going to address. Number one is the physical body. Obviously, you know, this one, right? We know we have a physical body. So the physical body is literally just that it is the, you know, the, the skin, the hair, the nails, the physicality, just as it sounds, it's everything under the skin, our brain, our organs, our bones. Everything between our ears, it's our skeletal system, our fascia, our organs, our um, circulatory systems, our ligaments, right? And we know our physical bodies, right? Like we, we know our physical bodies, hopefully, but many of us are completely disconnected from our physical bodies. We are rigid, we are tense, we're uptight, we're sick, we're sick and tired, right? And in terms of training, the words training, I used to own a training facility, a health and wellness facility. A lot of people, what I saw is that we treat our bodies like machines or things like skin suits almost instead of you know, a part of our wholeness of our beingness that really allows us to cultivate a deeper relationship to open ourselves up to experience more of who we are created to be more of who God is more of our intuition and our intellect and our um, instinctual wisdom right and more of our spirit we can do so much by cultivating a richer deeper relationship with our physical body and yet so many people are completely disconnected from their bodies they hate their bodies they have terrible relationships with their bodies and they're either numbing sedating pushing, forcing, beating themselves up, ignoring um, all of the above. I, I've done all the above, right? And I used to treat my body like a machine. So the, the when we think of like the body, it's, it's definitely a more masculine um, essence in terms of like, you know, it's, it's a lot of action. There's moving, right? Um, there's physicality to it. So someone who's underbalanced or, you know, n- not tuned in to their body, We might notice things like their bodies aging really quickly. Um, They don't have a lot of muscle tone at all, right? They're extra, like really soft. Um, They're losing elasticity in their skin, you know, brittle, weak, right? Their organ functions are disrupted and, and they have issues with, absorbing nutrition and absorbing (laughs) minerals and absorbing, you know, the goodness into their body. And so it could feel like just complete exhaustion. It could feel like they're just sort of like floating outside of their bodies. I've heard that before, right? From people that are just really under balance. Like they have never really gotten to know their body. They haven't really gotten to move their body, to activate their body, to generate fire. And so, you know, it's almost like, oh, this thing that I'm just carrying around and it's like dragging you, dragging your body through life. And it's such a shame because our bodies are these incredible vessels, right? These incredible vessels that we get to do life in, that we were given, right? And I just think like, wow, when I, when I talk to the men, I kind of use them like, you know, I use the visualization of like a battleship, like the body is like this vessel to go out and to execute and to navigate and to like, it's, it's like a a protective mechanism. And it's also like the strong, beautiful container. Um, the, the Bible often talks about our bodies as a temple, like a sacred temple, right. To be honored, to really, um, cherish and protect the body and nourish the body. You wouldn't go, and I when I talk to my clients all the time, I say this, you wouldn't go throw graffiti up and throw garbage on the ground in a sacred temple or a sacred space. Whether it's a religious temple or any kind of sacred physical space, there's an honoring of it, right? And we, it's like, we would never do that. But how many of us are treating our physical bodies this way? Somebody who's overbalanced or like the pendulum is swinging totally the opposite way because it is on a spectrum, right? It's like, we're so hyper fixated on our physical strength, our physical beauty, our anti-aging biohacking this and that. And again, I know that world very, very well, because I grew up as an athlete, usually playing more than one sport, usually training for more than one sport, um, you know, trying to optimize every single thing that I could for speed, for efficiency, you know, putting following stats as, um sort of my intuitive guides instead of listening to my body, right? So I'd be running or training and, you know, people are obsessed with reading what's on their watches, looking at their heart rate, looking at what the feedback is that the technology is giving them. And so while I'm not knocking technology, because I do think there's like an awesome place for it, you know, whether it's oral rings or, you know, glucose monitors or sleep monitors, and all of these, you know, heart rate monitors and all these different things that are out there. There's also a bit of a danger when we become obsessed with those things and we're hyper fixated on them. And then we actually stop listening to our bodies. We actually don't know how to read our own bodies. Um, And this was huge in the nutrition world where I would see people just like, you know forcing themselves into whatever diet or eating phase would work so that they could lean out for a show or lean out for a sport, whether it was wrestling or a bodybuilding thing or an athletic event or whatever like would optimize them, even though their gut was like completely missed, right? They were, had IBS or they had consistent gut rot, or they had migraines all the time or whatever was going on. They were like creating all of these Almost like allergies or food sensitivities, because they were consuming so much of one food, their body was like literally rejecting it. But they were so fixated on macros or grams of protein, and they were so out of tune with their physical body. Hyper focused, way overbalanced, right? So there's so much doubt that the body knows what it needs. If somebody's like on the other end of the spectrum, it's like they're they're just like really not tune into their body's instinctual wisdom, their gut instincts, right? They're bypassing a lot of um, elements of nature like quiet time and walking and meditation and slowing down, um, just free, like wide open sexually with their body because they're very rigid, tense, pushing, forcing, right? And so they like fast, they like speed, they like to go. I mean, I get this, right? So everything becomes about the doing in the body or the performing in the body. That's one end of the spectrum. So really like, how do we begin to, what does it look like when our physical body is in balance? Well, you know, it looks like, We are rested, we're not exhausted 24 seven. We are supple leopards. There's a great book called The Supple Leopard. It's a mobility book, but you know, we are, we can be fast, we can go take off. We have the strength and the mobility while also having the fluidity and the flexibility, right? We can do walking meditations where there is movement, but it can also be slow and very intentional. It looks like being intuitive with your eating, with your movement, right? This can look like eating seasonally, eating intuitively, adjusting your workouts so that you are actually tuned into what your body needs, desires, is longing for. You know, today was a perfect example. I was out for a, I went to go do a run right before I was recording this podcast. I always like to do some sort of activation and connection to my physical body, Before I do creative work, because I know it just opens things up and infuses oxygen into my system. Um, I feel strong. I feel alert. I feel connected. I feel very grounded on this earth, right? And I went to go jump and go for a hike or a, a run. And I started running and I was like, you know, my body was like, just not having it. It just did not want to run. And yesterday I did a workout in the gym with my honey. We did about a 25 minute workout. But it was like pretty intense, right? We were going hard for like 25 minutes. It was pretty much nonstop. So there's a lot of fire yesterday. There was a lot of fire in our workout. And today my body wanted recovery. So I walked the 5K three-mile loop. And instead I was listening to some music and I was praying and I was, you know, sending some arrows out and connecting with people, stopping to stretch when my body felt tight. So it was really like moving in flow my old self would have not had that would have been like no it's morning you need to go work out this is your workout program you've got to finish this and I wanted to bring this up because there was a time in my life where I kid you not if I was not working out for multiple hours a day it did not count right I was just like beating my body up and it's no wonder that I hit a point you know where I just had that trifecta where my body just started really pushing back and saying, No more, we are not doing this anymore. So, yes, I believe we have this amazing physical body, we have this beautiful physical body on purpose for purpose we got to be connected to our bodies they're vehicles and vessels to execute to do life and to experience the fullness of life they have so much like think about how many nerve endings and how sensitive you are to a breeze or a whisper you know on your skin and again if you are overactive in this area you might be like you know either hyper hypersensitive or like you just don't feel it because you're just so hardened and it might be the other way on the other end of the spectrum as well. So a balanced integrated body relationship with your body is, is highly intuitive. It's highly instinctual. You is fully alive in your senses is strong and supple, right? It's fluid open. Um, and and there's just balance in the body. So I wanted to start with that because, you know, everybody knows the physical body, Most people know that they've got to train their physical body in some way. It is a temple. It is the house your spirit gets to live in. It is this immaculate thing that carries us through life. I I don't really understand why someone would not want to honor this This body. Um, But I get it. If you never had that role model, it was never shown to you. Um, It's hard, right? We repeat what we experience, as I've said in a previous episode. So, but now we have the awareness, we can begin to play. And I just love how our body goes through different seasons, right? And I talk about this all the time. So are you honoring the season that your physical body is in right now? Are you cultivating a relationship with your physical body? Are you training up your body? Right? What does training your body look like in this season? And by the way, I'm going to drop a, um, a free resource guide here. I'm going to make a little very simple handout for you guys with all of these four uh, bodies and these areas with just some things that I discuss in the podcast, just some key points as well as some actionable items, some foundational things that you can do for each one of these areas to start to get a little bit more in balance. The second body that we have, which is much more feminine in nature and you're very familiar with is the emotional body right our emotional body is like that heart (laughs) the heart is the gateway to the soul so our emotional body can feel like the soul right as well it's it's very soulful um and this is like a a beautiful water flowing element right um and the emotional body is bigger than your physical body it's not like it's contained (laughs) inside your skin right our emotional bodies extend beyond our skin, right? We can feel someone's emotional body in the room. We can feel all of the emotional bodies stirring in the room. So it's sort of a bridge between the mental and the physical. um, And it's where our experience of the world begins to get interpreted, right? There's an event that happens. We interpret it. We give it meaning. We have all these emotions sort of floating around. And it really does represent our feeling and our emotion to all things. So how am I reacting? How am I interpreting? How am I responding or reacting to something, right? How am I responding to outside energies? And so I will talk a lot about energetics. And I know that some people are like, "Ooh, you know, that's kind of creepy, or that's too woo. And then other people are all energetics. And that's all it is. And they're very disconnected from their physical. We cannot deny that energy is real. I mean, (laughs) like it's scientifically proven. You can feel it when your energy is rising. You can feel the energy and atmosphere when you walk into a room. So energies or emotional bodies are very, very real. Likewise, I talk a lot about when our emotional body gets really full, really heavy, we're taking on a lot of things. We can begin to feel oppressed or depressed, right? Like heavy, heavy, heavy. And maybe we're not knowing how to purge, how to release, how to empty ourselves, how to create healthy boundaries, not only in the physical realm, right? Our physical body, but in the emotional body, because I don't need to physically be in a room with someone to take on everything that they're feeling, right? (laughs) Like it's, it's kind of crazy how we do this. It could be your mom. It could be your sister. It could be your lover. It could be your children. And you are just feeling the emotional body pulling and responding to and taking things on. And a lot of times we take on things that are not meant for us to take on, right? And uh, we got to learn to give those emotions back to whom they belong to. We get to learn how to create energetic, emotional boundaries and healthy space where we can feel all of our emotions And we can also honor someone else's emotional body and them feeling everything. And we don't have to constantly get enmeshed, right? So it's this beautiful bridge, right, between the physical and the mental, which we're going to jump into in a second. It's very feminine in nature. It's very connected to water or the womb energy, right? You'll hear it a lot referred to as a feminine element because, you know, It's a lot of water, a lot of flow, tears represent emotions, right? And like healing water is coming out of you. So I just, I just love this. But if it's out of balance, if we're under um, connected or right, like we're totally disconnected from our emotional body, which to be honest, a lot of men, (laughs) I love you guys, if you're listening to this, but many men that I begin to work with or high achieving, highly driven, more masculine oriented, um, or masculine in nature, women, especially that have been entrepreneurs in the boss, big culture, single moms, like really pushing and forcing and working can tend to be underbalanced here. And so what that can look like is sometimes it can look like a lack of emotional, um, emotional intelligence, right. Or emotional maturity. Let's use that. So it's kind of like, I know what I know what I feel. I know what I want, kind of. I'm really disconnected to what other people are actually feeling right now and disconnected from their own intuition or really doubting it, right? Like they need constant um, affirmation from the external, like because they're not trusting. They're not trusting their own intuition. They're disconnected from it. They're not trusting their gut instinct. They're not in that trusting. So there's a lot of fear here when someone is in that state which is out of balance. We're definitely not whole and integrated, right? There's a lot of fear consciousness running through and a lot of emotions of fear or fear response. So I did a previous episode on that. I'll link it here if I can remember where it was, but I talked about the four responses to fear, which is flight, right? (laughs) Flight, run and go, fight, freeze, or I called it, fuck it, lean in, right? Like, and go for it. Like you're going about to go on a ride and you embrace that spirit of adventure. But a lot of people who hear who are disconnected to their emotional body, um, operate from a, like a low currency of fear. That's kind of always running through their nervous system. Right. And, um, the, you kind of have less empathy for others, right? That kind of goes with that emotional maturity. It's like, there's a lot of like self, 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 me, me, me. What about me? What about what I want? What I want matters. And um, more of a disregard or lack of awareness is really a better word for the other energy in the room. They could be like, their energy is really big. (laughs) and It's like, that's it. Um, Now someone who's over hyper (laughs) emotional, right? That was the one who's disconnected um sorry i want to finish there and and manif- me- um, mentally it can manifest as a lot of self doubt a lot of mistrust a lot of projecting onto others right um a lot of competition or like feeling like something's missing someone's having like so many amazing better experiences than us so it could feel like a lot of isolation or rejection or loneliness kind of emotionally because you're disconnected, right? From the heart, you're disconnected from feeling your own emotions, right? And, um, I always say this, like you cannot have an intimate, deeply intimate, connected, trusting relationship with another human being until you are willing to have one with yourself. And, um, Another client I was talking to the other day, I loved it because, you know, she's been working with me for about a year and she's just had this beautiful journey and has grown so much. Really, she's been focusing on her relationship with herself for the last year. Now, now she's ready to go into the work with her husband and go deeper. And she said to me the other day, she said, you know, Christine, before I didn't have the space, I wasn't ready yet. And she said, I needed to work on me. I needed to get to know my own emotions, my own spirit my own heart before I could even begin to embark on this work. And I said, yes, girl, that is it. Amen, sister. So um, those are some things. The other thing that we can do here is when we're disconnected from our emotional body, we go way mental. (laughs) Like when I say mental, not like you're being mental, but like you're all up in your head 24, 7, always trying to analyze, always trying to defend, always trying to justify, right? Like we're just, the the energy, so much of your energy is all up here. It's all in your head rather than in your heart, in your emotional body, right? So you feel like your nervous system is kind of frazzled, right? You're kind of burnt out, um, buzzing, that's like that fear, that low grade fear response happening. And um, the funny part is a lot of us will say, no, I'm not afraid. I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But being around them, it's like you can feel <laughs> the buzz in the atmosphere or they might just be so rigid um, physically too. it manifests as a lot of inflexibility and stiffness and rigidity. Um, and I call it like heart hardening, right? A hardening of their body is hardening of their heart especially cardiovascular issues, stiffness in the joints, because they're not flexible. and There's no flow going on, right? So issues with joints, issues with, you know, water retention in the limbs, like they're holding on to so much because there's this fear of letting it be seen, of even seeing it and letting it move. The other about the overbalanced person or someone on the other end of the spectrum is, completely oversaturated and you know in that episode I did on being overwhelmed is it a gift or a, is it a blessing or a curse i talked about this like they're just like wide open energetically they're just like emotionally sponges like taking everything in from the atmosphere right and While this can seem really great at first, a lot of these people um, label themselves empaths or (laughs) identify as empaths, but they're kind of like very emotional. They're very reactive. They get really exhausted really fast. They get depressed as fast. They get anxious fast because they're just taking everything on in their environment. They're holding everything in their emotional body from themselves, from other people in the atmosphere. And it's just like this huge open sponge, right? Um, It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. And I've been on both ends of the spectrum. And um, so here's the thing is like, when we start to find ourselves working on our emotional body, we start to begin the work on, a connecting to our own emotions and learning what's ours and what belongs to other people, learning to hold and handle what's ours and then move and process emotions, heal repressed emotions and move them through our bodies and give the things that are not ours back. We here's where we learn emotional and energetic boundaries. We learn to, you know, be protectors of our emotional and energetic space, right? We learn to discern what's in the atmosphere so that we don't just take everything on, right? It's it's a lot of, it's a beautiful, I love, by the way, I love, love the work and the emotional. I've done so much work in the physical for so many years, but y'all know I just love the emotional spiritual now um, because I was in the physical mental for so long, right? Um, but this is just beautiful when we begin to move more gently I, t- I used the analogy of like walking meditation or slower movements to start to get connected to what's what's happening inside instead of just pushing our body listening to workout music and being totally disconnected we can start to you know ask our body then like what emotions are being held or wanting to be processed so we can start to bring these things into balance um, journaling is a great tool here I love to do journaling and breathing techniques being near elements. Like there's so many things you can do here to really help with this doing heart opening work, whether it's physical or emotional energetic work here. Um, prayer is beautiful in this arena too, right? Um, touch and softness and slowing down and so much forgiveness, right? Like when I do this work, it's like so much forgiveness and acceptance, um, which are so crucial. And yet whew, many of us have yet to learn So I'm going to jump into the next one. I'm going to, I know I've been going for a while, so I'm going to try to speed up here. Our mental body, obviously, you guys know what this is. It's all of the mind, right? Our thoughts, attitudes, judgments, our personalities, our will, maybe how we perceive our worth, our identity uh, in terms of like how we see ourselves or what we think about ourselves, our belief systems, all of those structures, our subconscious. And also when we look at the mental body, we have our mental body and then there is a collective mental body, right? Like there's a collective consciousness as well. So there's a lot floating around in the air here. And so this is like all things, intellectual, analytical, like problem solving, right? Um, Just innovations, and it's beautiful because our mental body is where we can orchestrate and we can dream and we can start to architect and we start to engineer things and it's so fun. I just got back from a, a treat slash live event that I did with some men and um, it was awesome. I loved it. You know, I just loved it, but it was, um, we did vision planning, stretching our dreams. We did some architecting work. But the cool thing is that we really brought those mental bodies, those physical bodies, those emotional bodies, and the spiritual body, which we're going to chop into all into union. So that when we open up and started dreaming and started the vision and the strategizing and architecting, like it was from this place of like beautiful union and wholeness, right? And the stuff that was coming through these guys it's just epic so these are also the areas of clarity and focus and direction and these are very masculine elements right this is very masculine in nature um so obviously when you're well balanced here you have clarity (laughs) you have a vision there is like order with your thoughts even though you're creating and it might feel like you're brainstorming and stuff you can have order you can have clarity Um, there is precision in your thoughts and you're able to navigate and select which thoughts you want to hold, which thoughts you're able to release, right? This is like mental intelligence and also like consciousness, awareness here. Um, So beautiful. So if somebody is out of balance in this arena, we'll see a lot of confusion, disorientation, brain fog, um, an inability to make decisions is very vague. Like they're kind of in the gray zone all the time. They might get an idea and then it's like, that's it. It kind of comes and then it goes and like, it doesn't actually land, right. It doesn't like come down to earth. It doesn't get anchored. Um, So somebody who is really disconnected from this body, right? It might be because like you are afraid of it, right? You don't trust the mental body. I see women go through this. I see men go through this. Um, Those who are more masculine in nature tend to be very much in their head, in their mental body, but sometimes can be hyper, um, hyperactive in this area, right? But again, those who are disconnected from their mental body, like they're lacking purpose, they're lacking that clarity, they're lacking a vision, they're lacking worth that work ethic or drive or the desire to actually go and put into action um, the things that are coming, those pings that are coming through. You guys hear me talk a lot about inspiration, right? When inspiration hits or we get that ping from the spirit and there's that desire in your heart that all of a sudden you feel that nudge. Well, And you have that light moment that feels like those spark plugs went off. Like masculine energy is electric, right? That thought energy is very electric. Then there's the magnetism of the heart, the feminine energy. That's like, I feel that pull, right? You're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta take action on that. This is now when like, when we're inspired to move so that we engage the physical next this is what's important. So those of us who are disconnected, those who are disconnected from their mental body, will will be missing that link, that inspiration, like that that um that light or that flickering or that electricity won't be there, right? And they'll be like, yeah, I don't, I just don't have that. <laughs> right? Um so this is also we see things like obviously low self-worth, low confidence, Obviously, when we don't have clarity, we lack confidence too, right? Because we don't know where we're going. We don't know where we are. We're not really sure who we are, right? And so it can be very um, disorienting, almost like you feel lost, right? Um, And and ladies, for those of you who are listening, if there's women here, this can also look like, you know, missing your menstrual cycles or manifesting as missing, you know, skipping menstrual cycles or not having a desire to care for yourself or care for your physical body. Um, You're just disconnected again, right? From that support, um, that mental conscious support, someone who is hyper, Like hyper on the other end of the spectrum here, super in their mental body, always focused on like mindset work, mindset work, mindset is everything, right? Like I think we may have even had that on the walls of our studio at one point. Um, and now I kind of switched. I was like, energy is everything. And I'm like, no, everything is everything, right? Because we need the balance, we need the integration. But someone who is so enmeshed in their mental body, so fixated and focused. And that's where they're pouring all of their time, energy, resources. And again, I see this a lot in the, the mindset or the business world or the entrepreneurial world or the personal growth world where it's like, I got to be growing. I got to read like, a, you know, three books a week or a book a week, which is fine. I'm all for reading. I have, like you guys should see how many books I have here like they're always needing to consume (laughs) more stuff, right? Excessively driven, excessively consuming, consuming, consuming. It's like they cannot have a quiet moment. If they're driving in the car, I need to listen to three podcasts. Then I I need to have an audio book on while I'm going for a walk. And then it needs to be something else. And they're always multitasking. Again, tending to lack empathy, right? Because they're so... Living so much of their time and space up here in their head, they're disconnected from their heart, usually disconnected from their emotional body, certainly their physical body, right? Um, This is someone who's like, got to get up and work, work, work in the morning, got to get right on the computer, doesn't have time for a workout, skips workouts because you know what? It's not very productive or whatever. Um, So it's just like an overdrive, right? Right. Overdrive. And we see a lot of manifestations of like TMJ issues, migraines, headaches, um, neck issues, a lot of control issues, neck and shoulder issues, low back pain, because usually these people are sitting a lot and then low back is linked to your neck. I'm bringing some stuff in for my holistic performance and wellness days, but it's just amazing. So again, we just want to look for a little bit more balance, a little bit more integrity, wholeness, right? How do we bring this mental, this beautiful, brilliant mental body into balance? Well, I love it. It's like renew your mind. Yes. Renew your mind daily with the things that expand your mind, that make your mind start to get in a place of like dreaming again, exploring again, having clarity, right? But not too much that you feel so full that there's no room to dream. It's a a balance, right? Um, You know, you can move things like talking, right? Talk therapy, coaching groups, being in containers where you're actually sharing, (laughs) sharing, not necessarily doing or talking about strategy. I think this is one of the things that is so powerful about the containers that I'm in and that I coach, that I love to work with, whether it's like this men's event that I just did with my husband, Mark, this leadership summit or the women's event that we did in Florida. Or the couples event we went to. We're going to do another couples event too, by the way. You guys are interested in joining us for our couples retreat. My husband and I will be hosting this amazing couples retreat in February of 2023 in Mexico, Tulum. I'll drop info on that below. Um, sorry, I kind of like to say these things as they're coming out because there's so many great things going on. But, you know, sharing, sharing stories, getting together and just talking, Right. Talking and sharing what's on our heart, talking and sharing what's in our spirit, talking and sharing what's coming up, talking through things without having to fix things or having to find that next level of clarity will actually help to create structure and order and open ourselves up. So these are some different ways. Um, But basically, you want to get away from the overthinking, overdriving, and slowing down. If you're hyperactive, I always say get out of your head, learn to get in your body, meditate, pray. Slow down, do art, paint. Right there's lots, lots of other things like that. Um, slowing down, right? Um, music is actually really beautiful too, like a um, instrumental music. I love to use. Um, and for someone who is not very active in this area or is disconnected from their mind, then I would say, yeah, let's pick up a book. Let's start reading something that's inspiring. Let's start to infuse your mind with a podcast or something else that really supports the things that light you up and what you're interested in, the things that like create those sparks, right? Um, like I was driving yesterday and I was like in the car and I've had so much quiet space and I've had so much spaciousness. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to dig in and do some more like um, research around financial intelligence and some of these different banking systems that are available, these sovereign banking systems. And I was like getting all these light-ups, right? I was getting all excited and there was so many sparks going up. So find something that you're interested in and start there and slowly start feeding your mind. Of course, I believe always like the word of God is so good. Like there's so many amazing scriptures that will just jump off the page and renew your mind like that. There's so many great books written out there Um, that all you need to do is just ask about one topic and you'll get a whole recommendation of books. I should create a PDF of all my favorite books. Um, Let's jump into the last one so we can wrap up. The last body obviously is our spiritual body, right? Our spiritual body, our connection. To all things, God, you know, his universal intelligence, our spiritual body is the breath of God that has breathed the spirit into our physical body and brought us into existence. So breathe life into um, this body, into our heart, right? That has connected to our emotional body, connected to our soul. And the spiritual body is just this very, it's immortal, it's eternal, right? It was here before and it'll, it'll continue to exist after this physical body ceases to exist. Um, and it, and this is really where we have this like deep sense of support of divine protection of divine guidance of just divine knowing, right? Faith is your spiritual body. It's not an emotion. I think that we get confused sometimes like I'm supposed to feel faith. Well, faith is a spiritual component, right? Peace. You can feel an emotion of calmness, but peace in its core and its essence is a very spiritual, um, you know, Thing, like it's a spiritual essence. There is a peace that surpasses understanding. There is a love that is more than just feeling fleeting feelings of love and emotional body. There is a deep love that is the love of God that is the love of the ultimate source of all creation that is just felt and experienced at a spiritual level. So those of us who are still seeking love in the emotional body, who are seeking affection maybe, or, you know, butterflies or these feelings of elation or bliss is different than the spiritual love that we feel and experience. We don't feel, we experience in our spirit. You experience in the spiritual, right? You feel in the emotional. Um, Our spiritual body just connects us to all things, all that is. I do believe that. I mean, I do believe that God is omnipresent, omnipotent. And if he is alive in me and he is alive in you, then like there is this ability for us to connect at a spiritual level with each other, spirit to spirit and to, you know, the vast spiritual realm. So this is also an incredibly beautiful thing that we can have this intimacy. We can have this union. And it's also like something to pay attention to because, you know, spiritual world is vast and wide. And there's a lot of people opening spiritual doors (laughs) and just inviting spirits into their body, into their emotional wellness, into their emotional being, into their physical being, into their spiritual beingness that, you know, we got to be more aware, more discerning here. Right. But this is that place of unity of union of all living things with God. Right. Um, union between our soul, between life experience, between our bodies, between our emotional. And it's just like this beautiful, beautiful space. The spiritual realm is so incredible. Um, So again, when the spiritual body is balanced, we have this sense of ease. We have this sense of inner peace. We have a, um, we're highly creative beings because we are tuned in and deeply connected in union to the creator, right? God himself fully alive, you know? And I believe like we really are operating from a place of just this crazy, beautiful power that is available to us through us, but it's not our own, right? It's not our own. Um, And there's this just like knowing that we are walking in step with the Holy Spirit. And then there's this force that is guiding us. Like he's gone before us and he's guiding us and our spirit is walking with his spirit. And I put out a post this morning, Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there saying that they're saved, but not living free as free, um, spirits really like free in their spirit, free in their soul, free in their heart and their emotional body, free in their mind, free in their physical body. We say we're saved, but we're not claiming the freedom at a spiritual level, which means all of those other things as well. Right. Really something to consider. Maybe I'll link that as well. (laughs) Put all these links in here. Um, so we're really at when our spirit is fully alive and we are fully nourished in our spirit and we are connected in our spirit to our own in the spirit of God, like we are just connected to something so much greater than us, right? Something so much greater than us. And this infiltrates into our work, it infiltrates into our careers, our purpose. It infiltrates into our relationships. It infiltrates into our parenting. Like it infiltrates into everything you do because you cannot hide it. You are walking in the spirit with the spirit. When someone is um, disconnected in this arena, you know, in this body, they're disconnected from their spiritual body. Um, You know, there's just this disconnection feeling like I'm so alone. Like all there is is just me over here floating by myself. It is a very deep, dark chasm um, of isolation. And, you know, been helping some people through that place, that really dark loneliness that's like, I'm alone. I have no one. You know, it's just me. We're not co-creating our existence. In fact, we believe we are the creators of our existence, and we are the source of all things. And that is so heavy, and it takes so much pressure on us. You know, because just imagine: what if you can't create the reality you want? What if you can't be the source of all things to all people? Like, how crushing would it be? A person who's disconnected from the spirit is completely disconnected from their intuition their gut instinct, instincts, their body's wisdom from the voice of the Holy Spirit that's guiding them. They're disconnected also from the vast spiritual realm, which means all of the other spiritual portals and doors that can open just because you are not connected to it doesn't mean the spiritual world is not very active and at play. And you guys, I want to say this because there's a lot of parents that I coach where their daughters or their kids are bringing home things, um, witchcraft items, right? Uh, occult practices or whatever, whether it's magic wands or dream catchers or tarot cards or all of these things, certain music they're doing. um I, I read something the other day that like 25%, I might be wrong. I need to pull that up like something like 25% of teenage kids had done some sort of blood packed rituals, (laughs) blood packs. Um, So these are just some very um, dangerous practices and portals that these children of ours, knowingly or unknowingly, sometimes through TV shows, horror movies, whatever, are literally opening doors and portals. And if I see these parents, like they're totally disconnected from A, their emotional body, B, their spiritual body. And they have don't have a clue that literally the enemy is just walking right into their door, taking the territory of their children, taking the kids hostage. And this is a topic that's very, very, very near and dear to my heart because I lived it. I watched this happen in my own home because I was too distracted in my physical and mental body, pushing, hustling, running, being, having to run my business, focusing on making money to support my kids as a single mom. And I just was so fixated on that part of my life that I completely disregarded what was happening in the emotional, spiritual um, territory of my home. And this is something I am really, 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 really passionate about. We cannot afford to be ignorant. We cannot afford to be ignorant for our children's sake, for our sake. These children now that are coming with such heavy emotions, self-harming personalities that are taking over them. um, There is a war on our children. There is a war on the family unit. There's a war on the masculine and feminine. And if we are going to sit here and pretend it's not going on, shame on us shame on us i wish i could go back you know and just oh i would do so many things differently i'm not saying that from a place of beating myself up i was praying about it this morning i pray about almost every day but you know if i had the awareness then that i have now things would be very different so i just want to say this that if we are out of balance and we're not connected to the spirit you know, we feel completely disconnected. We are constantly creating from a place of lack because we don't feel supported. We are constantly in a race against time because we think the only time there is, is what's available on this planet. Like what we can see, we don't understand concepts like multiplying time, multiplying energy, the concept of divine order and divine orchestration and divine supplication, like provision are so foreign, right. When actually they're very alive and very real. Um, so again, there's such a fixation on just the physical reality, the 3d, which is so rooted in survival and the slave system. Um, so, you know, my heart really goes out to people in this space. I've, I've obviously been there. That's why I do a lot of work in this, a huge, part of my desire is, you know, I watch my dad still be stuck in that place. And I just know how much is available to us. So in wrapping up the last one here, when we're imbalanced, obviously we are uh, sorry, when we're out of balance, the other way, when we're all spiritual and not practical, right, because we are still living in these bodies on this earth for a reason. And we see this a lot in a lot of the spiritual communities or a lot of these like, spiritual, not religious communities or some people that are all about church and prayer, which is great. I'm not knocking that. But then like they can't function in the real world is that they have their heads are in the clouds, their feet are not planted on the earth. And you're like, hello, reality check. We still have to take action. We can't just sit around and pray for things to fall from the sky. Like we've got to actually make shit happen. (laughs) Also, like we get to do our part. God does his part. And so there's a, you know, there's sort of a non- like a total disconnection from the physicality of reality or the mental body. So um, this is also very, very important that we recognize, right? We want to be balanced, which means I am connected to God. I am connected to the spirit. I am in this co-creative process and I'm still firmly planted on earth, you know, being in the world, but not of the world, right? I'm actually Um, A contributing member of society, (laughs) helping others grow, taking action while also not walking and towing the same line as everyone else. So you guys, I know uh, this was a long podcast. I'm trying, I probably could divide this into four, but I really enjoy these conversations and I hope that you do too. So I am going to stop there. I'm going to thank you for joining me today. I thought this topic was really good. I want to leave you just by asking you like, you know, physical, mental body, emotional body, spiritual body, how you doing? Where's all of your attention going? Where's all your focus going? Where, what body gets all of your, you know, focus? Do you feel like you're balanced? You know, some lots of great questions to leave you with. I'm going to drop that opt-in for the free handout below with some self-journaling prompts around these areas and some foundational things that you can do to get more into balance. So make sure you check the link in the show notes. And, um, yeah, if you enjoyed the show, I would love, love for you to share this, share this with a friend right now, hit forward, share this with a friend, leave a five-star review. It matters so much to me. I really appreciate it. And, um, if you guys are interested in that couples retreat, make sure you check out the details below as well. You can drop us an email to get more information on that. You guys, thank you for joining me. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously as Warriors of the Heart. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.